looking ahead to Wednesday, we are expecting a super blue blood moon. We're joined now by Paul Delaney, who's 640 Toronto's expert in astronomy and space exploration. Paul, also a member of the Faculty of Science at York University. Paul, I have heard of a supermoon. Many people know what a blue moon is, and we've also heard of a blood moon, but what the heck is a super blue blood moon? Something that obviously the media loves to put together. Uh, nothing uh, particularly um, unusual about what each of those terms are. It's just running them together. The supermoon, of course, is when the moon is as close to perigee as it can ever be. So in this instance, the moon will be very close to the Earth. Therefore, its apparent size will be slightly larger than normal. And therefore, it will be slightly brighter than normal. So people who are watching it at moonrise will see it potentially brighter than normal pretty good sight. The blue moon aspect of it, of course, is the second full moon in the month of January. So January 1st, January 31st, both of those represent full moon dates. So there you've got the blue moon. The blood moon is associated with a lunar eclipse. When the moon passes into the Earth's shadow and therefore the sunlight is cut off from reflecting from the moon's surface, then the only light that gets to the moon's surface is refracted light through the Earth's atmosphere. And that takes on a very distinct orangey-red appearance. So if you're lucky enough to see the totality phase of this lunar eclipse, then it will show up as a really orangey-red, murky orangey-red appearance. The big problem we have here in southern Ontario is the moon will set before we get to totality. So we really are only only going to get the super blue moon here. But if you want to make a quick trip out to Alberta, British Columbia, even Hawaii, anywhere over in the Pacific, uh, they'll get the super blue blood full moon. And I hear that our friends out in in the west area of the country and in Hawaii might actually see a, a moon that's a deeper red because of volcanic eruptions in Japan and Philippines lately. Can you uh, fill us in on, on what that will do? Yep, that's exactly right. When the Earth's atmosphere is very clean and very transparent, very clear, then the light from the sun that filters through our atmosphere and gets to the moon's surface uh, is uh, a lot brighter, shall I say. And so you, know, you get more orange, and uh, it, it's just that much nicer to look at. When the Earth's atmosphere is clogged with a lot of volcanic debris uh, and other aerosol uh, particulates, then not nearly as much light can get through. It's sort of like trying to look through a smoke haze. Mm -hmm. And the intensity of light reaching the moon, even though it's still that orangey red, is a lot darker. And therefore, the appearance from the moon's perspective, or at least us looking at the moon's surface, it's a lot darker. And so those oranges are much deeper, and it appears to be a really murky red. Does that work the same way? You know, when when you're looking at a sunset and people say, oh, well, there are better sunsets now because we've got more smog. Is is that the same kind of concept? In part, that is true. Uh, when we start talking about atmospheric phenomena, all sorts of things play into it, I'm afraid. When the sun is very low to the horizon, either at sunrise or sunset, even in the absence of pollution, the sun can appear to be a distinct reddish-orange because we're looking through so much of the Earth's atmosphere, and that's just you know clean atmosphere. It's thicker looking towards the horizons than when you're looking straight up. But if you now do add in a generous amount of uh, pollution... Uh, particularly aerosol pollution, then yes, you are going to deepen those reds and those oranges as you're looking towards the sun at the horizon.
Paul, I'm, I'm going to take us on another track here. I want to ask you uh, about a blood moon, which is an, an orangey-colored moon, and a harvest moon. Is that basically the same thing, or is it different? No, that's different. The harvest moon, the hunter's moon, uh, the beaver's moon, uh, the cranberry moon, all of those are differing titles that are given to the full moons of the various months of the year. And you uh, will get a variety of differing names literally from every differing indigenous culture around the world. So Harvest Moon is the traditional moon in September, and I'm sorry, I can't tell you the exact origin of that term, uh, but it is one of the indigenous peoples of North America who literally use the full moon to go out and harvest for as long as they could in preparation for the winter. And Hunter's Moon is the full moon in October, again, preparing for the winter. The ice moon uh, is another culture's identity for the one that is in, the full moon that is in December. So, is it possible to have a harvest blood moon? Oh, it certainly is. Absolutely. All you need to have is the full moon, the harvest full moon in September coinciding with a lunar eclipse. And that happens periodically, probably every few tens of years. So uh, now I'm really messing people up at the expense of just me wanting to know because I'm a little bit of a science nerd. But the super blood, uh, the super blue blood moon is what's happening on Wednesday, January 31st. Best time for viewing here is 730 uh, at night, but we're only going to see a partial eclipse, correct? Uh, in fact, just to even be clearer, yeah, the moon is rising uh, around about sunset, so it'll be coming up around about 6 o'clock on the Tuesday evening. You'll see the full moon all night. The eclipse phases are not going to start here in southern Ontario until literally early in the morning, sometime around about uh, 6 o'clock. In fact, 5.47 to be exact. Uh, and then by the time the moon sets, which is about an hour later, we'll only be partway through those partial phases. So if you want to see any of the partial eclipse, you've got to be up just prior to sunrise on Wednesday morning, the 31st. Well, that's perfect for people that want to beat traffic. Listen, yeah, Paul, <laughs> have yourself a fantastic afternoon. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much. You're welcome.